Welcome to the Success Journey Show. Let's travel together through the lives of individuals on the road to success. Hey, 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 what's going on, travelers? It is Ricky Ventures and Marlon Madden, and we are back with you for another week of the Success Journey Show. What's going on, Marlon? How are you today, bro? Yo, I'm just, I'm just, um, I'm actually enjoying life. Um, mm-hmm. Because when you see how easy life is uh, to be taken, yeah. um, you have to just always appreciate that you're here. And sometimes we get caught up in the hustle and bustle of life that we forget to just take the time and appreciate being able to say, I am present and alive on this earth right now to do mm-hmm. whatever you're doing in whatever capacity. So that's what I'm doing. I'm enjoying life, enjoying family, enjoying friends. Um, enjoying uh, different endeavors that we're that we're diving into, and you know, just enjoying myself, man. Yeah, how are yeah, you doing? Love it, love. man. I'm tired. I'm tired, and um, mm. I can fall out to sleep any moment right now. Yeah. So I'm for all those that don't that don't know. I don't think I even mentioned this last time we were recording, but I'm doing this cleanse. I may have said it in the last episode, but I'm doing this cleanse. Uh, with my wife, you know, after she's gone through all this treatment stuff, like, all right, let's clean, clean her body out. So it's a 10-day cleanse. And I got on, I got it started day one. I said, yeah, I'm doing this for like 20 days, I'm 30 days, man. I'm going to really clean myself out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, we are on day nine today. And, I'm, and everything in me is like, I am done. <laughs> <laughs> I am done. It's a 10-day cleanse. And I'm telling my wife, so you know what? I came in with you and I'm going to go out with you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we ride together, we die together. Yeah. And then on top of it, today I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna go work out, you know, during lunch. You know, jump out there, go to the, go work out real quick for like 45 minutes, and man, started this new workout plan. And you, it, my, your mindset is back where you, you know, you know what you could do. Yep. But your body is like, dude, I can't be doing all, all these leg lifts and. And, and and squats and stuff. What are, you, what are you doing to me? So I was feeling lightheaded in there. Got out. Ooh, especially on legs. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. And I've had a headache ever since. So I've been, um, I caught a little nap while the kids were doing the MMA today. But, um, man, they scared me when they walked back in the car. I was like, oh, shoot, I was asleep this whole time. But anyway, yeah, yeah. man. But listen, it feels good. My body, <laughs> that was it. My body feels great, but I'm tired. <laughs> Uh, but yeah no it's definitely needed you know anyone that's never done a cleanse before definitely recommend uh cleaning out at some point in your life um some people do it every year some people do it every other year some people do twice a year you know just you know give give your body a chance to rest reset um mentally challenging spiritually physically you know it's challenging but you know after tomorrow i told my wife i'm staying up until midnight tomorrow because it's midnight <laughs> I'm done. Whatever I want to do, I'm doing at 1201. <laughs> we did it. Oh, man. But she, she actually countered that and was like, yo, we're not going to have dinner tomorrow to break this thing. I was like, you know what? I ain't going to argue. I'm not arguing with you. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? I've been making the banging dinners for the boys man it's just been like i'm like man where did this inspiration when i was eating i'm, I'm just i'm just making up stuff i'm looking at refrigerators like mm, i can put this together that together this together uh, boom and they're sitting back and i'm just sitting there watching like how is it oh man this is amazing 
this is some great stuff. And I'm just like, oh man, I can't even have none of it right now, you know? And then watch when I get off the cleanse, man, I gotta feel like cooking like to that level at the time, man. So, but overall, man, you know, all jokes aside, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing good, man. And just excited about things that are moving forward in life and just opportunities. And, you know, um, you know, you guys are gonna get a chance to listen to this this episode today and the guest that we've got, man, just shares his story. And uh, shares a story from going into the military, being a military vet, uh, making that transition and, and really trying to make an impact and finding themselves in that transition. So, yeah, we hope you guys really enjoy this one. Uh, but before we go to it, I, I'm going to have Marlon introduce him. I just want to remind you to jump onto our website, the successjourneyshow.com. Man, I also want to pause and 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 recognize the people that listen to us on uh, 21 The Net. Uh, that man, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us and listening to these Definitely. episodes and supporting us. Um, but you guys, going on to the website, check us out. Uh, look at previous podcasts as well as you know uh, our T-shirts that are on there. People, we 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 ran into people a couple of weeks ago that 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 saw T-shirts, like stopped us, like, hey, what is what are you guys all about? And that's what we want people to say to you. What are you all about when they read the dream, the drive, the discipline, discipline, diligence? You know, we, we want them to say, what are you about? And then you can have that conversation and say, I'm on my journey. You know, we got the journey where uh, the, the stuff is coming out soon. So, guys, we, we just really thank you for hanging with us, traveling with us. We're on a journey. We're sharing, starting to share our journey a little bit more with everybody. We hope that you are enjoying it. But listen, we're going to jump right into our guest today without me taking any more time. And I'm going to turn it over to Marlon to, oh, Marlon, we got to mention that one thing too, the podcast. When the dude was trying to find our podcast. Yes, 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 yes. So I know you guys heard it before, but we love telling this. Um, you know, we pride ourselves in trying to go, try to put ourselves on every platform just because we know. Oh, we did tell them about this. I forgot. Yeah, we, we did tell them, but we're going to tell them again because somebody else yeah, might yeah, be yeah. listening. We have a yeah, new yeah. one. And. The person went on there and we have a challenge. If you find um, a, 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 a podcast, a medium that's, and there's a lot out there now because that we don't know about, but somehow our show is just going all over. So when um, the guy said, hey, this is the medium I use to listen to the podcast. I looked at the app and I said, oh, I have never, ever seen that app before. <laughs> and he goes, you guys are on here? I said, well, you might win a shirt today because uh, we told everybody that could find us on any platform. And he pulled it up and he put the success journey show in there and he says, man, you guys are on here, man. I said, yeah, we're yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, everywhere. We're, we're on we're on that, we on everything. <laughs> nah, I forgot we, we, we shared that story with many of you guys. Uh, excuse my uh, cleansing detox brain right now <laughs> but let's get on with the show marlon Dan, go ahead and introduce our guest today like we said travelers we come to the best portion of our show when we bring our guests on and they get to open up and tell us about themselves. but like none other today is a very uh special day for myself i love when my marine corps brothers come on the show um and also the ones that transition into the civilian sector and doing it big and today we have none other than Paul Gomez. How you doing, brother? How you doing, Marlon and Ricky? Again, um, I have to say this is an absolute honor for me, what you guys uh, have accomplished with your show. Um, it gives me the chills just thinking that, that you guys had me in mind. It really does. I appreciate you guys having me on. Nah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. 
Appreciate hey, you, man. Appreciate you. Hey, before we go deep into your story, we want you just to break down to the people and let them know um, a little bit about yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. So again, Paul Gomez, I, um, I am a husband to a beautiful uh, wife named Maria. Shout out to her. Hopefully she listens to this. Um, son uh, to, a, to a great group of parents, uh, maybe and D, shout out to them. And that'll be the last shout out, okay? I'm, I'm done. And again, uh, you know, from a small town in Central Florida, I, uh, I graduated high school and then uh, I, I went right into the Marine Corps where I got to meet uh, brothers for life, like, like guys like Marlon. Um, and, uh, you know, 11 years after that, in, in what we call as the time of the unknown, right? Because at 11 years, you're closer to, to retirement than you are to where you started. Um, you know, I, I took a, what I thought at the time was a, was a, was a good choice and, and transitioned my way out. And since I've been in the automotive sector, um, and from now, now I'm the general manager of a, of an Audi store in Lakeland and, and we're really oh, wow. uh, excited about some of the things we got going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I knew I love this guy, man. Audi, man. That, that is my, an Audi A8, um, L that's my car right there. That's my dream car. So, yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, yeah absolutely. Uh, love it. Love hey, we could, we could, we could make it happen. I'm sure. I'm sure you still yeah. have the selling skills that you have. We're, we're, I'll get your information. We'll do the follow-up thing. <laughs> Ricky, if I could, would you, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> no, love it, love it. So, man, tell us, take us back to, you know, um, life before the Marine Corps. What did that yeah. look like for you? So, so one thing I've gathered from listening to you guys from the beginning is the fact that everybody has a journey. And, and, yeah. and if anything, before I came on today, I thought, well, I want to make sure that I share mine to the listeners that do listen. And um, I, I was born in a small, uh, well, in a city called Guayaquil in Ecuador. At the age of seven years old, my parents decided to come to a new life to this beautiful country that we call the United States of America. Um, my parents came for many reasons, um, but one of the main reasons was for a better life for myself and my two younger brothers. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say that I am, that I am the son of, of, of immigrants that came here looking for, for, for better for us. And um, early on, as I'm sure, like I've heard from everybody, it was a struggle, right? We can always look back to those times where, where times were, times were diff uh, difficult, whether monetarily or, or whatever, right? Um, but those times are what's what what has become a driving force for me, and for many in my family now. Right um, at uh, in in high school, played some basketball. I'm not the tallest person, but I gave it a run with the basketball thing. Um, I, I was a you know slightly above average student, um, but at you know 16, 17 years old, I I had gotten enough of life to understand that I needed to get out of what I of what my parameters had been. And at that time, um, the military was, was an option. Um, and, and uh, you know, I met Marlon when I was a recruiter further on down the, down the, down the path, but I was walking down the hallway at, at, at Osceola High School in Kissimmee, Florida. Yes, sir. And there was, a, there was a guy with a super nice outfit walking towards me. And he said, I heard you're looking at the Navy. And I said, yes, sir, I am. And he goes, well, you're, you're so much better than that. I'm going to go ahead and sign you up tomorrow with the Marine Corps. 
And literally, that's what happened. I just kind of followed suit, <laughs> right? Uh, and 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 that's what happened. So so um, I joined the Marine Corps shortly after high school. Um, and and again, the best eleven years of my life. I can I can tie back uh, successes that we ha- that we're 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 kind of reaching now to 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 some of the fundamentals that that were embedded in me by 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 an organization like such as the Marine Corps. So um. 11 years there, was able to travel. I lived in D.C. there where you guys are at there for a little bit. I, I, okay. I, was, able to, I was able to get some time in overseas and in, in, in a beautiful places full of sand and, and all that other good stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, then at the end of my time there. So uh, at my eight year mark, I decided I took the, the, the decision to go uh, recruit in, in the military and, and, and be that person that that guy was for me back in in my day and 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 I did just that we did really well out there uh following the leadership of some of the guys like Marlon who had been doing it a little bit longer and um and yeah at 11 years I I decided hey it's time for me to to give it a shot out here in this scary scary world called the civilian sector right (laughs) (laughs) and uh and 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 here we are here we are so uh you know quickest way to kind of wrap it up son of 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 uh of immigrant parents that wanted better for me and 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 found found the best decision i ever made was at 17 years old say okay sure i'll go with you to that place called meps where you're going to put me in the marine corps best decision i ever made <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll tell you um gomez you're no you're no slouch either when it comes to recruiting duty you know temple terrace when we were at wesley chapel temple terrace was our rival you know what i'm saying you guys were putting numbers down you know i i I pride my, you know, I pride myself. It was funny because it's friendly competition because we all meet up at Mets in the morning, zero five when we drop our kids off. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going for your neck for recruiter of the month, recruiter of the yeah. year, whatever yeah. the situation yeah. is. You're going for my neck and you're looking on the, on the tally sheet like, oh, whoa, Gomez wrote a four. Yeah. Four in the Marine Corps to the, uh, this month? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you well, know. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're no, you're no slouch, man. And you know, I love that positive competition that you foster. How on because of a lot of people don't understand you're a marine, and then you're 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 the master. When you come out to be a recruiter, you're probably we're, we're sergeants. So sergeants in the Marine Corps and the other branches of service are a little bit different. But for the Marine Corps, you're top of the spear. People are relying on you. Like you yeah. said, if you went to Iraq and Afghanistan, a, a sergeant is leading a, a, a troops to whatever, whatever the situation is. So coming to the um, to recruiting duty, where you had to start all over with the selling process, right, and all the different stuff. How did you? What did you do to assimilate yourself into the community and and, and become that uh, vibrant recruiter that you were? Absolutely, that's a great question. So there's a two-tiered answer, and I want to tie you into this tiered answer. I used to have an office right next to the map station where all the kids would go in the morning. So the recruiters would drop the kids off. They'd take a nap in their car. Don't let, don't, don't let Marlon tell you otherwise. He'd take a little <laughs> snoozer in his car. Okay? And, and then, and then they'd come to my office and, and hang out with me and, and, and so on and so forth, just kind of fellowship in a sense. And uh, when I was a, a real green recruiter, I was, fresh, new to the, to the market, um, you know, you're taught to get on the phones and, and, and generate your own, um, your own basically marketplace, right? Your own guys that you talk to. I did that for months and months and months and I couldn't break through. 
And finally, one time I'm sitting there in front of an applicant and I'm having what we used to call a benefit, well, what is, I'm sure it's still called the benefit tag presentation. Yes, it is. And I remember that Rigo, okay, one more shout out. Rigo was, was next to me and you yes, were next sir. to me. And I go through all these features and benefits that the Marine Corps has. And I go in for the kill at the end, right? Are, are you ready? Are you ready to join the world's, you know, the world's greatest fighting force, the United States Marine Corps? And I'll never forget it that this young man um, gets up and goes, no, sir, I'm just going to walk over to the Air Force and I'll let you know what happens after that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he walked out of there and I, ha I don't know if Marlon remembers this, but I remember it like it was yesterday. He goes, you know what your problem is, uh, Paul? I said, well, no, what's that? Because at that point, don't let him fool you, Ricky. He was a superstar. It was like, I was the rookie talking to like, you know, Kawhi Leonard, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you listen to those guys, right? <laughs> and he goes, the problem is you're talking to people that don't want to talk to you, right? And I remember that from there on in, he goes, get involved in the high schools that you didn't think were going to give you the results you wanted. And literally, that's one of the things that I did. I took schools that were rough in the inner cities of Tampa Bay. And I was able to find folks that were looking for a better opportunity. So taking those types of, of, of pieces of advice along the way, like that one that Marlon gave me that day in that, in that office after a complete and utter failure, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, those are the things that, that, uh, that, that made a difference while we were out there. We were able to accomplish a lot. Um, competition to me, right? Uh, there's three tiers to everything, right? First, you got to commit, right? So commitment's one. The second one is like having comparable data. So like that piece of paper that said how many, uh, how many contracts. And then competition, I think, is the most beautiful part to a process, right? Being able to look at a scoreboard and say, well, man, we did that and he's doing this and what do I got to do to beat him? And to be honest with you, I do that today in, in, my, in my dealership. I scoreboard everything because I want yeah, my guys. Yeah. I, want, I want guys to, to say, well, hey, you know, employee A is doing better than employee B, but what do I got to do to get to employee A and employee B? And I believe that fosters an environment of coaching, like that coaching that, that, that Marlon did that afternoon in that office. So mm. uh, hopefully that answers your question. I know I went way out there. No, 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 that, that was, was good. Beautiful. That was perfect. That was beautiful. You still got that silver tone. Man. I still got that gift <laughs> of that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, especially that part about him sleeping in a car. Oh yeah, For the people listening, if you heard anything, he used to take a snoozer in the car, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, love it. So, so man, you went through the recruiting, and, and I'm I'm starting to get a picture. You say where you are now with Audi, and um, then you tell me you went through the whole recruiting and that experience and growing there. How did, you know, that transition look like when you were getting out you know, after 11 years? I know that was a hard decision because, like you said, you, you, when you got into the military and the Marines uh, specifically, it was like a brotherhood, you know, like you said, for life, you know. And now you're going to say, oh, man, I'm going to leave my brothers and I'm going to go out to the civilian world. Uh, so talk about the both aspects. One you know, leaving something that you've been so familiar with for 11 years that was so dear to you. And then two, walking into that, like you said, the unknown, um, you know, what's on the other side of this? Because I feel like I may be walking alone to some extent, right? So the, the decision to, to leave uh, the Marine Corps was one that was, again, two-sided as well. I had just met my beautiful wife and, and we were planning weddings and 
and I made a call to 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 what we call our monitor, and I said, "Hey, listen, I'm getting married." And he said, "If we wanted you married, we would have issued you one, right? <laughs> we wanted you to get your wife, we would have issued you one." And I thought, well, that's a fair statement, right? That, that's a fair mm-hmm. statement. But life was starting to happen for me. Also, there was a situation where where it it, it just became evident that it was time for me to have to move on. Um, but when it comes to that transition, had I not had those three years of being um, as close to a civilian while in the Marine Corps, as you do when you're a recruiter, mm. I don't think that that transition would have been as, as, as I don't want to say easy because there was some rough times coming out. Let's just be honest here. Yeah. But yeah. It, it would have been a lot more difficult because I knew how to communicate with, and again, not to sound like civilian folks or some alien but it's a different folks world. out of the planet, it's a different world. but it's a, yeah. it's a different way of communication. It's a different way of leadership, which by the way, to this day, I, I try to better uh, myself in right. Uh, the Marine Corps is can can really easily become do as I say, not do as I do. And I do the, correct. The great leaders, the Marlins of the world, and the, I believe the Paul Gomez's of the world. While we were in there, we understand that 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 folks are gonna are gonna follow those that um, do the opposite of and 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 have true welfare in in in, in the heart and in your operations on day to day. So having that transition. Um, that time in recruiting played a huge role in the transition because I already kind of had an understanding of what was going to be needed from me. Uh, now, finding the right place for me to be able to do those things, that's where the challenge came in the transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So did you, yeah. Go straight, did you go straight to Adi when you first? Um, no. Or, or, yeah, <laughs> walk us through that because a lot of, this is good. Uh, a lot of civilians are hearing this and they're intrigued by it. But there's a lot of Marines that are on the verge of doing exactly what you have done, and they don't know where to turn, what to do. So what what to expect in reality? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, if you're not afraid of making that decision, whether at 11 years, 4 years, 25 years, then, 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 then obviously you didn't put the effort you needed to put into the military, right? Guys, again, like us, the military, you know, we're passionate about what we do, whether it's you know, walking on crates as people are doing nowadays, right? <laughs> <laughs> or, be, or being in the military, right? We're passionate about those things. So whenever you take that aspect of your passion away and you're walking into a place that you quite don't know, because I joined the Marine Corps, my last job was serving tables at Denny's prior to me joining the military. I mean, that's just mm. the fact. That, that, mm. I could try to dress it up any other way, but that's just the truth, right? Yeah. And, Coming out of there, the the fear of not knowing was what really was what really messed with me. Right, I, I was a, I was a newlywed. Um, coming out of the military, I had made some good financial decisions, but I was still not at par where I felt like I was bringing something into the relationship. I knew that my wife that my that my folks were making taking a chance on me, establishing myself. So that fear of of not being able to do what you need to do because that structure isn't there remember guys i mean marlon knows this when you're in the military you know where you're going to be at the next morning what you're going to be wearing i mean what you're going to do for that day what time you're going to lunch all it's 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 this beautiful structure that this that you know (laughs) that the civilian sector doesn't carry and even furthermore a sales retail job doesn't carry correct so um, coming out of the Marine Corps, uh, I got recruited by a financial services company, which that was something I really wanted to get into. 
Um, and I quickly realized that it wasn't what I thought it was. And mm. I think those moments are, are, are so vital to a transition because I didn't think that that moment would come and it came faster than I could think it would come. Does that make sense? Mm, yes, it does. So yeah. I, I got hired by this guy. You're military. You're exactly what I need for my business. You're going to be the guy. And the next thing you walk in, he's like, hey, listen, I need to sell life insurance. Why don't you write down all your parents, your parents and your cousins and your, and we're going to call them. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no, wait, that doesn't make, that, that doesn't make sense. Right. But yeah. that is, that in a sense for me showed me the level of, of what would be the word? It, of riggedness that can be the civilian sector, right? Yeah. But, it, you know, yeah, hopefully that answers your question. I know I went way out there. But. No, 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 no. no, no. no. I good, love, no, I love how you're yeah. asking these questions because elaborate, being, um, when you elaborate on the question even more, I, I think Brings people are actually breaking out their pencil and their pad right now and they're saying, okay, all right, these are some of the steps. So, hey, travelers, as you listen to this, break out that pad and pencil. Um, and get at this man's feet because he's about to break some knowledge out. You know, th those, you know, those moments, those moments are the ones that you think won't happen when you go into making this transition. Yeah. Right? Mm. So uh, it's funny we're talking about this. I thought we were going to get into something else, but this is good because I'm actively trying to work with, uh, with, with some transitioning uh, veteran companies that are assisting. Those are the moments that can scare folks. And, yeah. and if, and if there's not a true foundation, which, I was able to have one, you know, with my faith and with my family. Um, those moments can get really shaky. Yeah. And, and I yeah. think I think that if somebody's there to assist folks, um, the success rates that we're seeing in the military transition will be through the roof. I'm telling you, uh, and I, because you know, Gomez is, is is so real because a lot of times when you're in the Marine Corps and you hear you hear like you're a you're top of the sphere. When you go out there, companies are going to be looking for you. They're going to be knocking down your door and da 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 da. Then you get out. And no one's laughing. Like, crickets, crickets, crickets. And then you, you, you're thinking, man, I, I fought for the country. I almost, I, how many, how many times I've, I, I've saved out my family. Um, these people are complaining about 30 days on, uh, and 60 days on lockdown. And we've been, seven months, nine months, a year without your family in one place and just not knowing if somebody's going to ambush you that day. You know what I'm saying? So it, 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 you have all this in you. And then when you come to the civilian sector and you're like, here's my application. They're like, hey, thank you for your service. Um, don't call us. We'll call you. This is a funny story. I had a four page resume breaking down every single daggone thing I did in the military, all right? Keep my $4.2 million budget that I overlooked, blah, blah, blah. And you walk in and, and, and you know, it's heartbreaking because they'll look at that first page and they'll say, well, absolutely uh, there, Mr. Veteran. We have an entry-level position for you right in that bullpen. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, but wait, I, I, I did everything I was supposed to do to make this transition seamless, but yeah. it's so individual. It's so um what would be the word it's so there's so much level of unknowing in it that you have to have somebody there to be able to fall back on I'll, again i was gracious enough to have you know my spouse and, and my family and all but some folks don't have that so uh yeah. i'm here to help if anybody is any one of your travelers are listening i'm here to help definitely yeah. oh man oh, man this is this is good this is real good they uh so um 
talk to us about, you know, the after you started getting yourself a little bit established, right, in, in the civilian world, um, growth, you know, uh, when, did, when did you start seeing yourself growing in your career of choice or when you finally found that niche, like, yes, this is, this is me. I, this is what I, this is what I've done. All my training up to this point formed me to be the Paul to operate in this role. Like, talk about that realization. Well, again, um, you need success isn't isn't by yourself. At least I'm not there yet, right? I've had so many people around me. I've had a team full of folks that I work with day in day out that have helped, right? But if I were to go back and 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 put it all into perspective, the moment you find your passion is the moment you start to operate optimally, or at mm. least as close to optimally as possible. And I realized. Um, you know, call it what it may. I'm just being forefront with you guys here. Our my the business in which I'm in ha, doesn't have the greatest reputation. I mean, I'm Correct. I was well I was well aware of that coming in. I'm I, and I'm not uh, I'm not na naive to it, right? But the one thing that it does have was it allows the opportunity for folks to be able to change the outcome of 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 many lives when it comes to the people working for you, right? Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it's few and far between you hear about the, the guy that started as the car wash guy and now owns five or six dealerships as he worked his way up, right? And that's where I think I found a little bit of passion. Not early on, because early on it was hard, you know, getting yelled at by a million customers a day and, 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 and doing all the things like, if I could, would you? Let me see, let me see my piece of paper. Let me run back. I'll be getting all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> to, say that, to say that that was fun early on would, would be a complete understatement. It was not, it was not. But I knew, uh, especially because I had seen it in myself, that the opportunity to be able to assist in, in, in folks, helping folks reach for better, um, was 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 a play, and that's where I think I found a level of passion. Um, I was with a with an automotive group, uh, a great group of guys that brought me into the business, that wrapped their arms around me and taught me a lot. They taught me the finance side of it, a lot of side. Uh, they went above and beyond in trying to teach me things because I was in the beginning. I was able to generate, you know, some business for them. Um, but the biggest break I caught was one time my wife and I were on our way to Orlando. Um, from the Tampa market, which is where I lived at the time. I, that's where Marlon left me. And we were on our way and there was a sign that said, you know, here is going to go out. There's going to be a store called Audi Lakeland. It's going to go right here. Go online and fill out a, a, a um, fill out an application. And hmm. my wife goes, hey, love, you know, you're doing well. Um, but I do, I would like to spend a little more time with you, right? This, the, the retail business is tough on, yeah. on families, yeah. right? And I got to school, I got to work the next day and somebody said something off the wall to me and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go in here and I'm gonna fill out this application. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I filled out that application. And to be honest with you, um, I, I believe in, in moments happening for a reason. And I think that that conversation, my wife and I having that conversation on I-4 going to, to Orlando that morning or that afternoon played a, my, uh, a big role because when I landed with this group, uh, the, the Cavalli group, which who I, who I work for now, um, they're passionate about change. And, and really that's, that's, uh, that plays a major role for me. I have a, uh, 
I have a couple of folks that I work with. Gino Walsh, that will be my last uh, shout out though. Gino Walsh. Expect another shout out. <laughs> listen, listen, I, I, I worked with this gentleman. His name is Gino Walsh. And, uh, you know, he, he doesn't, he allows folks to change and to assist in change in a place where, in a business that doesn't want to change. Right. There's mm. a there, there's a narrative where, you know, if I could hear we've always done it that way, I would be a lot better off than I than, <laughs> than, than I than, you know, than whatever. People fight change and, and our business is one that's struggling uh, because we're not coming out of that change. Everything is so easy. Here we are. Uh, Mar uh, Marlins in, in D.C. You're in Baltimore. I mean, I'm all down here in Florida and here we are having this conversation. Everything's become easier. And. I, I mean, people would rather go get their wisdom teeth pulled than come buy a car at times, right? Mm. So we, we, we want to be um, the Cavalli group, Gino, myself, my team, the most important people, my team. We want to be uh, people who foster change in our business. And that was the biggest thing that happened to me is I was able to, you know, by chance, looking for a little bit better quality life, land with a group uh, that foster change and allowed us a blank canvas to be able to do so. So that, I think that was a huge turning point for me, Ricky. Hey, um, Paul, let me ask you something. When you got to that place, now you're established at, um, in Lakeland Audi and, and you're doing your thing. What things did you carry over that the Marine Corps was like? that you're like, hey, I definitely, uh, I still have this, I still use this. Like, I know you say you scoreboard, but what intangibles did you take over or even tangibles that you took over and you said, I'm gonna apply this to my team. And what did you say, hey, Marine Corps, thank you for that, but that's going on a shelf. <laughs> that, so that right there, Mr. Marlin, is the best question you could have ever asked because in the military, which is okay, it's okay in that structure, it's, do this now and that's yes. that do this now you don't lead people like that out here and that was a that was an extreme hurdle for me mm. to come to overcome to say that it wasn't would be nothing less than a lie um i've dug in i've done some reading i mean you know we I, i've heard you guys we are the maxwells and the, the simon cynics of the world we read all that good stuff but application is the hardest part yeah. <laughs> we agree yeah. on that yes and, yeah, and yeah. That to answer your question, that was the hardest part is understanding that out here, no, not out here. I say this out here, but in the civilian sector, <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't lead with you know just do it. I don't care what excuse you're coming up with. I just need you to do it. It doesn't work, um, and that was a challenge for me. And it's a challenge that I've bettered over time, but still to this day. Sometimes it creeps up on you, right? That that platoon sergeant standing in front of the platoon and somebody goes up late, you know? Like, why are you two minutes late? You start understanding that out here, the guy that generates and does for you, if he's two minutes late, sometimes you just have to turn the blind eye and pull him off to the side and say, hey, listen, big dog, next time, uh, I'm gonna need you to show up on time, right? And then we, we move forward. But yeah. those little things were big, were big. And, and, and But at the same time, there's a flip side of that coin. There's a lot of discipline that comes from being a United States military member, not just a yeah. Marine, any yeah. any yeah. service member. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know that, you know, we're, we're mission directed, right? Like if, if I tell you, again, when we were recruiting, you're gonna write four contracts, you're not going home till you write four contracts, right? Correct. 
Correct. That same theory applies out here. And, and that has been an absolute X factor for me thus far. Um, mm. So there's two, there's two ends of that spectrum. Uh, another thing um, that, 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 you know, I, I feel kind of compelled to make sure that I mentioned is hopefully there are some veterans out there. Um, what, what you have done in the military, whether it's sit behind the desk as an admin guy or be on the front lines as, a, as an infantry guy, Whatever that is, you're owed a debt of, I mean, we, we thank you for that. Like, that's huge. Mm-hmm. And we're going, and, and, and don't feel lesser when you come out here. It's the opposite of use it as something to spring forward, to, to spring you forward. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that gets lost in trans- translation a lot. Sorry to go back a little bit, but I'm, no, no, no. Sure I mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. That's true because sometimes you feel like you have to, you know, I don't want to, I don't feel like every time, you know how many times I miss? There's a lot of times I would have missed out on a discount, but only because, unbeknownst to me, there's some way that you carry yourself that all, everybody always says, military discount. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't have a uniform on, I don't have nothing. But they're like, military. I'm like, how do you do a military? They're like, well, you know, you, the way how you move or whatever. And you don't feel to, I don't feel like I want to go into a store and when somebody says, hey, this is your receipt. And you're like, Oh, do you do a military discount here? <laughs> you feel, yeah. you, just like what you said, you feel bad asking for that military discount. But guys, these people put it in place or even jobs. If you can use your veteran status to propel you, use it because that is the springboard that you need to ultimately get you to that place of success. And you know, it's funny. We talk about this. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the news today. And Correct. We're not going to get into it, but, but you know, you, you put yourself in those guys' shoes and you think to yourself, what would happen? And that's where that mission accomplishment, that that adapting and overcoming kind of kicks in. And mm-hmm. that that is so big out here in the civilian sector because you become someone who's reliable, right? Um, at times I've heard in the past, not recently, but you know what? Why, why your boss told you that? Okay, I, I got it, but just like move on. And in the back of your mind, like, yo, I can't move on. Like that man asked me to do something. I got to get this thing done. Done. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that, that there's so much power in that, especially now as an employer, right? I, I have folks that, that work with us that, that, that I have to rely on. When you have those folks that you know you ask them to do something and they take it and, and, and get it done to the best of their abilities, it, it's hands down and military folks do that. So that plays a major role. Yeah. yeah. Love it, man. So, Paul, man, I, I've been really enjoying this, this <clears throat> journey uh, that you're sharing with us. Um, talk about a, a little bit, if you can, just your support system through all this, because you, you mentioned you mentioned that you said, hey, I had my family, I had my faith um, as I was going through these transitions. And you know, how can individuals that are in your system kind of lean on that support system uh, as they're going through these transitional times? because it's not going to be the first or last time that they go through these transitions. So can you share a little bit more from your perspective on that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, again, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a firm believer. I don't push this on nobody, but I'm a firm believer that I'm nobody without my faith, without, you know, uh, my Lord, God in heaven. Right. Absolutely. That's yeah. that. So yeah. that, that, that was, that, that, that was major for me that, that strong belief in a higher power played a major role. I'm a God fearing man. And I hope to always be. Yeah. With that said, um, family members, my, my, my wife, but family members that, 
no matter what are there to say, come on, you got this, let's move forward. That was, that was, I mean, to say that that wasn't huge for me would be an understatement. Um, there, there were, there were days early on where, where I had to rely on, on my spouse to, to, to put, you know, to tie ends or, or make things yeah. happen monetarily. And, you know, it speaks a little bit to my culture, but that's a tough one. That's a tough pill to swallow. That's mm. a tough pill to swallow. But, but, but having the person that says, uh, no, nah, no, nah, it's okay. We got this. I believe in you, right? Whether it's a spouse, whether it's a father, whether it's a son, whether it's maybe even a transition veteran that's assisting you, those things play a major role. Um, yeah. One thing I realized coming out of the military is that the military, um, what would be the word? The Marine Corps fosters validation, mm. right? So like every time you get promoted to a rank, the moment you get promoted, someone comes up in front of a platoon, puts your rank on you. You feel great about yourself. You say a couple of words to the platoon or the people that you've been working with. But every time you get, you know, you re-enlist or, or whatever, same thing. There's, there's honor in accomplishment in the military. And in the civilian sector, that's very minute, right? Yeah, because everybody yeah. has a life. Everybody has, right? So if anything that I could tell a, a, a veteran, especially transitioning one is, Understand that the biggest validation you can have is what you've accomplished in your service during this time. Out here, you're not going to get that. So find the people that'll give you that. Whether it's a helping transitioning vet or helping a, a veteran that's helping you transition or whatever. So hopefully that answers the question. I know it's again a little no, bit out no, there. No, no, no. no you're you're, you're hitting all the nails on the head. Um, now this is the time I want you to brag on yourself, brother. I know I know you're a humble guy. And, um, you know, except when you and I are on the phone, you're going to tell me, yo, I did this, I did that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm joking. Um, but <laughs> I, what, I want, what I want you to do is brag on yourself a little bit to talk about some of the accomplishments that you have um, achieved since you've found your niche and you've really cement yourself in that company. Because I see them well, on the, online. I follow them. And, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, the first thing, um, and again, everything has a reason, right? Um, when I met this, this gentleman, Gino, and, and I came up to him, I said, listen, I really want to go to school. I want to finish this. I want to go for an MBA. I want to do all these things. Are you guys going to pay for it? Right. <laughs> and his response was, his response was absolutely not. We're not going to pay for any of that. <laughs> <laughs> and we always laugh about this, but that day was a turning point because he um, said, listen, I need you to go online. I need you to buy this book. It's called just faster. It's by a gentleman named Brian Pash. And it was about um, innovative ways to change automotive retail, right? Um, when you go to a car dealership, just throw out a couple of things. When you get to the car dealership as a consumer, you show up, you meet the guy with the slick guy, slick back here. He takes you on a test drive. You get back. You somehow try to negotiate a deal if he allows you to, right? You negotiate the deal. Then you have to wait to go in to talk to another guy that's trying to sell you more stuff. Then you have to wait for another guy to hook up your Bluetooth. And it's just this drawn out five, six, sometimes seven hour process to many, right? Yeah. And I knew, and I knew uh, that that was my niche was being able to assist and change. And when he read, when I read that book, um, I then went back to him and I said, hey, listen, I read this book. This is phenomenal. We could really change the game here. He said, well, let's go. And since then, what we've been able to accomplish is we've been able to uh, establish a single point of contact process at our dealership meaning that the moment uh, you send in, let's say an internet leader, you chat with somebody online, that person you talk to is the same person you talk to all the way through the process. 
we established a uh, digital portion uh, where there is no paper. We're not trying to do the back end, the, the hiding, none of that stuff. It's all in front of you utilizing a digital retailing tool that, uh, that basically simplifies the process. Part of what we do uh, at Cavalli Auto Group is, is we simplify the way we, we, you purchase a vehicle and we come to you. When we took that plunge, we never thought we would get the results that we're getting today. Um, mm. uh, you know, just to highlight some of the things that the team has done, because it's not me, it's my team, my guys, shout out to all of them. There was a shout out, you're right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be another one. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we've, been, we, we've been able to, we've been able to, to uh, you know, have some, uh, close to 100% increases in, in profitability. In, wow. in our effort, in our finance and insurance department, when it comes to selling products, we've been uh, the store's retail sales effective for the first time since its in, inception. Um, our our market share is, is is up year over year, every single time dramatically, um, and we've been able to do that. And we've been able to do that by utilizing change, change as the paradigm, mm -hmm. and most importantly, change not towards what better fit or what better profit we can make, rather building change around the best way for the consumer to operate and to purchase a vehicle, right? So setting the foundation of consumer first in a real sense, what's the easiest way someone can come in here and purchase a vehicle and get through a retail experience um, in a positive manner, and then utilizing you know pillars, which we call of, of, of retailing digitally, which is personalization, digitalization, and the effective use of time. Um, the respect of someone's time is absolutely everything. Right? Right. And I think and I think that that's where our business failed miserably for a very, very long time. I remember when when I was a child and my father would say, come on, let's go buy a car. We would leave at eight o'clock in the morning. We wouldn't show back up till nine o'clock. Right? Mm. And, and I'm sure that and, and I'm sure that that happens now. It's crazy to think that that's really going to withstand when you can literally buy anything within the click of a mouse nowadays. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and. Because of those things and some of the things that my team has accomplished, we've been able to get some really cool recognition, you know, with Audi meeting some standards when it comes to the Magma uh, 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 awards. And I've been able to get uh, awards personally, 40 under 40 with Automotive News, which is a national, yeah, uh, which is a national source. So um, keeping the customer first and being able to, to change the way we do things is has been an absolute game changer for us um the, the business is up and up but just like just like anything here we are with a new challenge i'm sure you guys have heard of the chip shortage right yeah um as of about a couple hours ago i had just a number of cars on my lot to sell right so i have this big 15 million dollar beautiful building with audi rings all over it and i have three audis to sell right oh <laughs> so, wow <laughs> So, so there are always challenges, which we're going to, you know, use that military, uh, use that military mindset of adapting and overcoming and, and, and moving forward. But um, that blank canvas and that push towards change has been, um, what would be the word, has been game changing for my professional career. And, and uh, I'm glad that after four years of blood, sweat, and tears in that place, it's just now you know, it's, it's, it's like a big train that you can't stop, right? We have dealers mm. from all over the nation come in and, 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 and the questions that I get, my friend Gino Goods are like, well, okay, so tell me, how do you do it? And the, the biggest question, the biggest answer has been, you know, buy-in, empowerment, and leadership, right? Mm -hmm. Have a team that bought in, we empowered them. It's okay to have the 25-year-old young man with an iPad 
lead a customer through a deal from beginning to end. We can get rid of the old car guys that are trying to Jedi mind trick you into, into buying <laughs> stuff. Customers are thorough. And uh, those three things have been absolutely game changer for myself and, and for my family. Mm. Man, I love it, man. You just, you just took, you know, it's funny. When just hearing you talk, I just remember when you're, when you're actual recruiter and everything just started to click. Yeah. And you're like, you start thinking like, man, I'm, I'm not just, I really want to know this kid. Yeah. And find out that this kid really wants to be a Marine. Just like I yeah. said, you know, yeah. the problem, you're talking to people that you don't, that don't need you. Yeah. Or you need to show them the need that the need behind the need, right? Yeah, so, that's right. So that, I, I love that you take it there. Now, another thing that I saw that you did, man, uh, or that you continue to do was at Christmas, that Toys for Tots, um, that you fill up the, the Audi. Yeah, we do the fill, fill the Q7. We went, there we you started, go. Uh, two, three years ago, we, we filled one Q7. And I have to be honest with you, um, it was me and my partners filling that bad boy up, right? <laughs> <laughs> but then the second year, we did two Q7s and we filled those up and we saw that the, that, the, that the community responded. And then last year, we did three full Q7s full of toys that went to the local folks in, in Lakeland uh, in Lakeland and Polk County. And, and you know, grassroots, grassroots stuff for your community, um, my gosh, it, it, there's no better marketing. I mean, I, I look at digital spends and all this other stuff for our business and it's all great and dandy and it gets people in the door, whatever. But there's nothing like someone walking in and seeing three Q7s full of toys and saying, what's that? And you say, well, that's going to the less fortunate in our community. And then it immediately shifts the paradigm in, 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 in with the consumer's mind, the consumer's everything, because they mm. understand that we're in that same fight that they are to strengthen our communities. So yeah. absolutely grassroots stuff, uh, fill the Q7. Um, uh, we were coming up with ways today to do something for the, for the folks uh, in Louisiana that are going through it uh, okay. today with everything yeah. that's going yeah. on. Yes, yes, yes. You know, um, but bringing people together. I mean, that, 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 that's what businesses need to do. You can build from there, right? You bring people together and you understand that there's a common, that there's a common cause or what was it in the Marine Corps? It was common ground, right? Ground, yep. <laughs> yeah. When you find out that there's common ground with folks, you can really, you can really make a difference. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you make a difference, business will fall behind that. Yeah. Right? So yeah, it's been super cool, man. It's been super cool. Man, Paul, I thought, man, this is great, man. I, uh, one last question I have for you is, you know, I always wondered this too, that recruiters or salesmen, you know, how often have you used your strategies in your family uh, <laughs> to kind of sway your way? I'm sure, you know? I'm, I'm sure my <laughs> wife will say this, but she says that I'm never not selling. So that, that oh. goes to show you how many, right? ABC. And, and, Right, you're all you're always clothing, always be clothing. Yeah. <laughs> my, 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 my wife has gotten so good that she's like, You're doing that give and take stuff where you're giving me something, but deep down the side, you don't need it. I love it, it's more often than I want it to be. If that answers your question, yeah, 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 no, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, it's a, it, it, it's, it's crazy because it becomes just a part of you of how you structure your conversation. So you're not, no, you're not doing it out of like, you're not thinking like, okay, if this person says this, I'm going to say this. I'm just, you're just doing what, because it became, 
up to this day, I'm still checking for obsessives. I'm still always <laughs> saying, okay, so um, how does that work for you? Does that work for you fine, master or, or master judge or sir? Does that work yeah. for you? Oh, sir. So what you're trying to accomplish here is you're trying to get everybody over to square X, correct? That's but right. I understand this is how you want to do it. But let's look at it this way. If we take, you know, <laughs> you know, you know it's, it's a beautiful thing though. The, 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 um, the art of, of what would be the word of leading folks into doing that. I think I, I personally persuasion. believe that that's persuasion, but I believe in leadership, leadership 101 is Correct. having, having folks do what they think they want to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And again, yeah. and I don't, and I don't mean that in any conniving way. I mean, that's effective leadership in the sense of Hey, that is what you should be doing. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, that's exactly what you need. What you need to be doing. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? So you're 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 right on the money. You're right on the money. Yeah. It's it's a gift and a curse, if anything, Marlon. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a gift and a curse. Hey, um, this year, Ricky and I wanna go ahead and go online right now and say that we wanna help pull one of that Q7 um for yes. Christmas. So I know yes. it starts around in like the November timeframe. Right if I even November. catch Yep. So I know um, if I haven't got a cash app, you the money and you buy whatever toys you see need yep. and yep. um and you put in there, we're going to make a donation and uh, definitely send it down there because I believe in what you're doing. And like you're saying, being the mayor of your town, that's what they tell us when you first get yeah. to the recruiter, right? Re recruiting is very important because I, I've met the guy that even though everybody else knows how to do all the digital stuff and they know how to do all that stuff. This is the guy that walked to every gas station. They're like, hey, Mr. Bentley, hey, Mr. Bentley, hey, Mr. Bentley. Everybody's mm -hmm. calling out to him. And they yep. know that if they need X, they could ask Mr. about what they That's need. Right. So definitely want to tap into that. And um, the Success Journey Show is all about giving back to the community. And we're going to definitely uh, go on the line right now that say we're going to donate something to you guys. And I know some people, when they say, hey, we're going to donate, then they send you like a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, listen, I, I, I have to let you guys know, we, you know, the, the city of Lakeland, Hope County, we greatly appreciate that. We really do. And, 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 and you best believe that, that that's going to go to those that are less fortunate, that, that, that have a, a true need for it. So we greatly appreciate that. And come yeah. Christmas time, what we're gonna have to do is we're gonna have to get on one of these so that we can put it out on our social media. Yeah. Um, oh yes. To, to, to make sure that, uh, that that you guys get the recognition you deserve for doing something so nice for our community. So we greatly appreciate it. Uh, Man, and you know yeah. what it'd be even better. Let's see if the if this if this D variant, Ricky and I wanna take some trips and just go, you know, hey, if we just pop into into Lakeland, come to the dealership, do a little 15 minutes, sit down, present you guys with a check or something. Do a little test drive at the Audi A8. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we'll do is we'll put you on an extended test drive. There's this beautiful place 45 minutes from us, and it's got sand and ocean. You're going to love it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Love it. Yeah, say something else, Marlon. Go ahead, man. No, man. Hey, I'm just going to say that it's so nice to see my brothers, when they finally, you know, I'll tell you, Gomez, something happened to, to, to me this, uh, this week, this weekend here, it rained real hard here. And my basement got flooded, right? And we went down there and the guy comes over and say, hey, we're going to have to rip up all your carpet. And I'm getting teed off. I'm upset. You know, I'm, I'm, ah, nah. and then guess what happened? The names of all those, it was Friday night all those Marines and the one and the Navy guy and the Navy um, 
I don't say guy, the the Navy doc, the corpsman got published. And when it got published, I started looking at the names and one guy had a kid that wasn't even born yet. And I was like, and I'm here thinking about a daggone basement that's gonna be covered by insurance. What am I doing, right? So it's good when I see my brothers and sisters from the military come out. Not that I don't want to see everybody do great, but it's just good when I see somebody come out of the Marine Corps, because you know what we say, the Marines want to make Marines win war and make a model citizen. And you know, you came out, the, you, you, you transitioned into the civilian system, you're a model citizen. So we have accomplished and you have accomplished the task that that's at hand. And I know there's great, great, your, your, your trajectory is so great that I'm, I know we're going to have you back on the show again, talking about the next step that you have, you've accomplished. Now nah, I appreciate that. And again, you know, I feel like I thought this was going to take a turn into automotive and so on and so forth. And it's beautiful where conversation takes you because yeah. here we ended up having, you know, a conversation that was mostly about transitioning veterans. And, and, and that, that time was a time where, where, man, had I listened to something like what we would talk to about uh, talk today, it would have been it would have been powerful. So, um, yeah. you know, if there are any veterans out there, my gosh, I mean, hit us up on, on the social media site. I'm here to help um, in any way, shape or form. Um, and, 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 and the one thing I, I remember thinking was don't become afraid in the sense of being intimidated because you haven't been doing this. Right. So I got mm-hmm. out at 20. I got out at 29 years old. The folks that I was when I was going into to interview. I was going next to the 23 year old that had just graduated school. Right. And that, that could be intimidating, extremely mm-hmm. intimidating. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you, you know, if, if you're if you're out there listening or whatever. And, you know, I, again, I feel compelled to let you know that you're valuable. What you've done is is is, is volunteered for something that 99 percent of the people in this country would not do, would not even think of doing. Um, so so we're here to help. Yeah, love it, love, love it. it. So uh, you you said you're on the social media platform. Yep, Why don't you share uh, where they can find you? Absolutely. So uh, for, uh, first, uh, most important is is again AudiLakeland.com, which is our website. If you, uh, we deliver vehicles all over the country, and I'd be more than oh, happy to yeah, deliver deliver deliver, deliver an A8 to Northern Maryland to a guy. There that you I go. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> We, um, so that, that's one, that's the business second, you know, Paul Gomez on, on, uh, on Facebook, P Gomez 1223 is the handle on Instagram. And, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm just here to, I'm here to help. I want to be, I want to be a servant to as many people as I can be, because I know that comes, that comes back around. So absolutely. Uh, love it. Love yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely guys. And again, I have to say this one more time before we cut this off. I started with, you know, with when you guys dropped those first three episodes and here I am. I mean, yeah. this is this is really this is really uh, uh, it's an honor for me. Right. Uh, I, like two weeks ago, you interviewed a guy that has 100 million people watching him on television and Coach Mosley. Right. Yeah. And, yep. and, and, and the fact and the fact that 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 uh, that you guys brought me on, man, I, I, uh, I really appreciate it. And you talk about me. Keep going. You guys have to keep going. That's part of the model sure. we use in my business is, is just keep going, man. You're making a difference. Um, and, and you're, you're doing it, you know, sometimes without kind of seeing it, right? Because you're in somebody's ear when they're on the drive to work to I-4 and you're making a difference. So, so thank you for having me on. And guys, please keep going. Nah, I appreciate you, that, you, Paul. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it, man. And travelers, you know, 
like we said, the season is different. The season is different. We're getting a little bit more personal, uh, sharing even more stories uh, and getting a little closer to to home. You know, so the, today, you know, you heard from uh, two military personnel, uh, Marines to be exact, former Marines. Uh, existing no such thing as former. No such thing as former. I mean, well, I mean, active, active, and active <laughs> veteran, and veteran, and and whatever. Before I mix myself up here, you know, marine. There you go. Uh, so if you're you're in there, you know, in in getting ready for that transitional period. You know, uh, you want to listen to this. If you know someone else and get ready for that transitional period, share this episode with them uh, so they can get a little hope. Um, and have a little more confidence as they go through that journey. For all of, all of our travelers, we hope that you've taken from this that, hey, no, ma no matter where you come from, no matter where you're civilian sector, um, uh, military uh, sector, uh, there's going to be challenges, and it's going to be many times when you doubt your capabilities. Oh, man, I, oh, man, I can testify that for so, so many ways on my end. Um, but just hold on, uh, keep the faith, keep moving forward, and everything will open up as it should. So we will see you guys again next week at the same place at the same time. Don't forget to go to our website, The Success Journey Show. Check out all of our previous episodes as well as some of the products on there. Marlon and I, well, you know, we said a little earlier, people are recognizing our, 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 our shirts and what we're doing. So be a part of the movement. And we will see you guys again next week at the same time, same place on a success journey show. Everyone have a good one. Peace. I one love. Any shout out? You've been listening to the Success Journey Show, where your dreams, drive, determination, and diligence are the foundation to success. For more information, check out thesuccessjourneyshow.com. The Journey Squad is here helping you to your destination.